Hey guys, welcome to the Professional Development Podcast. Today's a really special episode. It's our episode 100. Um, we're going to talk about the journey that got us to 100 peaks, valleys, uh, most favorite and least favorite guests. Um, did we get an ROI by hiring Sal? <laughs> we didn't talk about that. No, but I put it in my notes. Uh, <laughs> I was like, gonna, waiting for you to roast me. I'm like, oh, maybe we should, should redo no, that we're one. Gonna, we're good. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly here, uh, and what you can expect over the next 100 episodes. So tune in and let us know what you think. Thanks. So let's jump right in, guys. Episode 100. We've got the we've got the whole cast here, which feels like it's been a minute. Hell yeah! It has yes. been a while. It's been a yeah. long time. So um, probably about a month since we've had everybody in in studio. I think I don't know. Brad's high as fuck right now. I feel it a little bit. He, Brad <laughs> he looks got, awesome. Brad got surgery on his arm, and so hopefully the YouTube video picks up on this fucking cast that's literally like the size of his entire body. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. So what kind of meds they got you on? Um, oxycodone? Codeine? Oxycodone? Yeah, that's what I'm on right now. I'm his, on last dose of that. So I move on to some, something a little weaker. His wife had a, His wife had what? The recording just fucking stopped on my phone. I have no idea why. <laughs> well, just so you know. Well, YouTube, you're not going to get to see Brad's cast for a little bit. But it is going now. <laughs> we'll try it again. Um. Yeah, so... So are we just... So are you going to be like... Uh, Good. Rookie of the year? Yeah, I'm gonna come back throwing 100 mile an hour fastballs. No, you're gonna be able to drive even better. Yeah. You're no, gonna be able to they, whip those fucking I, bitches. Did I, I don't know I, if I told I, you guys turn. this or not, but they said so. The I guess when they cut me open, they found out it was like way worse than what they anticipated. Like the tendons going through my uh, up in this area. Um, the, the surgeon said it was like the third worst he's ever seen. So I guess there's like two muscles there, no clue, but they like grew together, and it the tendon like pulled my muscle and like shrunk it. So like. He said that like the relief I'm gonna have just from like popping those two muscles apart and uh, releasing all that tension should be huge. Just so, insane. Yeah, but like the more I talk, the more my ears just be like, wow. So I'm probably gonna keep the talking to the <laughs> of the day. No, it's even because Dan and I were high on the 420. Pod, yeah, that's so right. Now, now you're high. Yeah. One of these times we gotta get Sal. Fucking, I don't know. So you, you do any drugs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of them? Is that a, no. Is anybody surprised it's all those drugs? <laughs> the amount of concerts this guy goes to. And trivia nights. And lakes. <laughs> Lake, not lakes. Yeah, yeah. He was too cool. Yeah, he didn't come It's like ours. a kiddie pool lake, bro. <laughs> yeah, so Sal went to uh, a lake. Didn't go to the Ozarks, but we found out why. It's because the Ozarks doesn't have like a designated area that's like, like, uh, a three feet or less. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's no, can, there's no kiddie pool section <laughs> of the know, lake So itself. he could stand. <laughs> he could stand in the water. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So he could stand up there. You went to Carlisle, right? Yeah. Did uh, you go with my sister's boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bachman. Yeah, that's awesome. who you went with. Mm. No, you're still you were being boyfriend. serious. I thought you were joking. I don't joking. know what she has, but yeah. I guess she went with him. I mean, I guess that went with him. Yeah. He has a boat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Small world. And what else? Anybody been up to anything cool? Anything? Uh, went to the fair St. Louis. The free concerts that St. Louis does for Fourth of July. It's pretty good. Yeah, Third Eye Blind was actually surprisingly really good. It was bad. It was yeah. bad. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Were the concerts at the Ballpark Village? Uh, Sports Social. Where were you guys? Oh, had yeah. a baseball outing. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um, that song. What is it? The Jumper. 
Yeah. I wish you would step back from that ledge. So it was just yeah. a fat. It was, yeah, it was just a fat sing along, like everybody knew. Uh, so it yeah. was, it was that was fun. the only song everybody knew. By there third was, eyed blind, right? Probably, I probably knew like three or four. Semi charmed life oh, yeah. is yep. one as well. Yes, and mm-hmm. that's I think where my list stops. It was actually way more packed Sunday than it was Saturday's concert. So I liked it. Yeah. Actually, I actually had like a little business idea that I thought like would work perfect for Bobby and like his future goals. We'd all probably have to throw in on this though. It's like, uh, like is a Dave Matthews concert always sold out? Uh, yeah. So why don't we just like rent the fucking Fox and pay his fucking fee and like? Yeah, I can tell you this. I would be all over that. That's what I'm just saying. 100%. Like, there's so like even like a lower end guy. If you knew you could like sell out a place, like why don't more people do that? That's a good question. No idea. I feel I'm like, sure he's, 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 like his tours are like predetermined and it's like well I, I Dave Matthews he, was shooting high I'm just saying oh, like okay. you could get like somebody who's like a decently known like artist and like he does know. so he does some private shows so every once in a while there'll be like I'm on all those nerd uh, pages uh, for Dave and it'll be like oh yeah this so for example like DraftKings they rented out this area and it was like max capacity 1000 and then their employees were invited out to go to like a private show and it's very much so like a very mainstream set list or something yeah. like that. I can tell you this, if I got to choose the set list, I'd be 100 down to th- 100% down to throw on that. But I think that's what Shady Gators does. They Same pay the thing. appearance fee for like loud luxury or whatever and then yeah. they re- you know, they're selling. Yeah. You know, we didn't even have a chance to talk. This is the first time we've all been together the since Colt, we went the Colt to Ford concert. The, like <laughs> Colt Ford. Dude, that dude um, was on the radio on a I was driving in Nashville and he was he was on a commercial for like Ford, like the <laughs> local Ford dealership. Come Col- on in and get Col- yourself Ford. a new hey guys, F-150. It's Col- Ford. I was like, I fucking saw this dude. <laughs> That's got in a fight. Ben Mises yeah, so almost ben, got laid out. So Ben, yeah, we didn't, and Bobby made a good point. We haven't gotten to talk about, because we've been waiting to talk about the lake trip. And we haven't Every been episode. on the pod since the lake trip, which was beginning in June. And yeah, month, so, yeah, so we were down there, and Ben Mises almost got jumped by a fucking. He didn't almost got jumped. Like he was, yeah, he, he was almost there. got choked out. Like yeah, he, they grabbed him. They had him by the neck, basically, because they thought that he was booing during the national anthem because it was a Colt Be- Ford concert. And you yeah, sing national. Uh, they were from Colorado. They weren't. They had no idea what St. Louis. It was, uh, yeah, it was a group of like ex uh, fire, like retired firefighters, old retired like mil- military and firefighter dudes. Uh, I still think we would have won. One hundred percent. I mean, yeah. they're they're tough. They're old as fuck, man. Like, it wasn't were, that wouldn't even been close. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's at the at the end of the national Nick anthem. Nick lives for that. And so, <laughs> for those that don't know, with being St. Louis Blues fans and home of the Brave, whenever they sing that, all so the blues, blues fans yeah. say blues. And so these these guys behind us, one hundred percent, thought we were just booing the. Who is at a Colt Ford concert booing the national exactly. anthem? <laughs> So, Who's in the Lake yeah. of the Ozarks booing? And, Who's at a Colt and, Ford concert? Yes. It, it, <laughs> you can stop there. Who's at a Colt it. Ford concert? Not many, not many people. I, I'm I'll, tell you, this. Maybe I'll I tell you this. Maybe I made a mistake. Zero percent good-looking women. Like, at that Colt Ford concert. Yeah, there like, were, the, like, five women. There was, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> women in general. And ten yes. people. And there was, like, but every woman that we did see was, like, in her, like, 60s or 70s. And we were just, like, what is going on? But Bobby saw, of course, Bobby, like, uh, so recognize like, you know, him being the mega bro the, that I am this guy that was on The Bachelor oh like, yeah yeah ben, ben Higgins was there and what? that dude, oh, that dude from Eureka you don't remember that? that dude no not from Eureka you this, don't remember this The Bachelor guy's, 
This guy's from Chicago, and I saw this guy because there was a stretch where I watched like every episode of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. It's I can just see that. it's off the television <laughs> because of me or because it's a great show. I've never seen that. Episode. I already <laughs> assumed that you didn't have to tell me. So fair enough. Uh, and no, saw him there, and he was he looked like he was blazed out Dave of his Matthews. mind. And the all of him and his buddies were dressed the exact same way. They all had jean shorts on shorts. with like yep. Vans. They were at the Colt Ford concert. The they were at the Colt Ford concert. And nothing no wrong shit. with Vans, but they were all just dressed the same. I is what I was getting up. at. You don't remember that? It's Cold Ford, yeah, like he, a country. So his, his, yeah, he's an older he country. He got engaged, and maybe this Never isn't important, but he got engaged at the end of the show to this girl, Lauren Bushnell, and then they broke up, and she started dating Chris Lane, the country singer. I figure her name sounds way more familiar than uh, than him. She's But attractive. then they went to, what was it, Shady Gators? Is that where we went afterwards? Yeah. They so, went there, so, too, and uh, she was trying, he was trying to get with uh, Jupiter. Oh, oh no. right. Jupiter, there's so yeah. many Higgins. Yeah, he was trying to go with yeah. and she. Chose... How do you not remember all <laughs> she this? She chose our band over Ben. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta give Ben more credit. Oh, yeah. oh, and man. then, and then another, another, should... another quick like uh, uh, story, which wasn't much of a story, but Dan and Brad. Got into got into a little bit of a shoving match mid boat while Dan's shit faced drunk and Brad's driving. And so I think you jerked the boat and like ended up tripping uh, he, up Dan. So he, I, he, I was he, I was going full throttle to no throttle. Just killed him. Yeah. He he jerked the boat once and then that's when Dan turned around because Dan was he had a little bit of well, no. something to drink and he had he had his must, new mustache rocking <laughs> and then he was just like dude stop fucking with it and then it's like you could tell Brad was a little annoyed with Dan telling him what to do. That was the main thing was like Dan will not tell me what to fucking do and then as soon as Dan started walking up again he threw it fucking hard and then uh, they, they came to just like kind of wrestling each other like arms extended and uh, it was pretty pretty look funny at time me. and then we yeah, yeah. <laughs> who won and then, and we so slept, then we slept next to each other and we made up so. yeah. the thing is both <laughs> he's still caught <laughs> no real punches were thrown no I, I think How are, wait I feel like you're also leaving out the fact that I I was in a goddamn oh, thong. A thong. A, oh a, my god! A thong we'll, post, we'll post the video. So <laughs> that yeah. should be posted. Well, so it should have been. It should have been already uh, reposted by the professional development account. But yeah, I took. There was a uh, <laughs> belly flop contest, <laughs> and Brad stepped right up, uh, dropped his drawers, and in this case, he had on a red, white, and blue thong with suspenders and a bow tie and a bow tie. Yeah. It was pretty to match epic. It. I mean, it was pretty badass. Pretty patriotic. It got the people going. He should have won. Somehow didn't some, win. But some guy that did like a backflip into or like a gainer into a belly flop won, which is like cool. Like that's athletic. Flex. But like. I don't remember that either. No? I mean, there's only <laughs> Dan like must have missed a lot on the trip. I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Dan had, I can't believe you don't remember the Bachelor thing. That was like a conversation. Was did, it? Yeah. No. <laughs> For sure. No. There's had, no fucking way. We Why didn't we him? get him on the pod? We should have said something. Who? Ben Higgins. I, I just didn't know who it was. Bobby is the one that Bobby was fanboying him. for sure. Yeah, I was. I thought it was kind of cool because I hit I was on just, Jupiter. I w I did not see that. I, so I one hundred percent saw that. Jupiter I don't know. said no. I mean, I don't know what she said. A, Jupiter was in love with another Ben. <laughs> Guys, I still think about the Jupiter and just like the doppelganger of that chick from Trolls. Like I just can't get it out of my head. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know who. I don't know if I ever saw that comparison. <laughs> I'll have to send it again, but it's fucking hilarious. I mean, it literally. Just, ben listens to this. I know. It show makes it even every better. every episode too. <laughs> do you think he still has the mustache because he was still <laughs> he does, rocking yeah. it? That's yeah. amazing. Good for him. Yeah, and Dan loves loves his frozen drinks. 
Those, uh, yeah, those I'm having those. 36 frozen drinks. <laughs> the, the hurricane with the shot, with the shot in them, oh, the floater dude, shot. I just had those this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw that. Crazy. I saw you were sipping on one while you were watching your, I, I, your kids at the water park. Water <laughs> dude, they're too good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why I went there. Damn. Um, uh, yeah, it was a good time though. It was a really, really good lake trip. So, forgot we uh, uh, we were supposed to talk about that. So glad we did. Do we? Uh, we got anything else? Um, in particular that's going on in life in general that we want to talk about, catch up on, or whatever? Um, I got a lot going on right now. I bought two more machines. I've got another one given to me as part of like a demo trial deal to test out. Mm -hmm. Um, So pretty much almost doubled capacity in the shop. So that's pretty exciting. I landed the aerospace gig that I've been hustling forever as like finally rocking and rolling like POs flowing in through the door. Like, that was the goal at the beginning of the year. So, stuff's going good for me. Actively searching for building property. If I can't, I'm trying to buy an existing building now. Uh, If I don't find anything by January 1st, we're going to buy the land that we found. So, that's uh, that's what's on my horizon. So, so far, so good. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Good shit. Dan, how's your life, man? Good. We don't don't see each other as much. I know. I've been busy with the kids. It's been hard. Do the pod stuff. Uh, yeah, as much, but now running three three different sectors of the recruitment side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the building is almost done, so mm-hmm. got drywall up this week. Uh, we had we had to source hundred year old floors to match the ones that were in there. We got those put in, so we're doing paint and the rest of the flooring over the next week and a half, and yeah, try to get occupancy. So almost there for the uh, Airbnb side. No, I mean, I'm hoping the Airbnb gets done at the same time, but for now, the Just priority get, is the office because we're out, we, we're on the streets at the end of the month. At the end of August or end of July? End of July, we're <clears throat> done with Tech Artista. Oh, okay. So, got that going on. I've had a lot of that going on. It's also golf season, so, you know, I'm practicing tournaments coming up. Yeah. Uh, won the second round mm. of the club championship. Nice. Bracket play. Have we played the Home homeboy yet? No, he's gone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Got the boot. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's done. The one who uh, who <laughs> hollered at you last year or was getting really pissed off at you last year. Yeah, yeah. So he's out. Um, but yeah, three more rounds and trying to go back to back. And these are head-to-head matchups. <laughs> yeah, they're match play. Okay. Yeah. Where do you think that guy is now? Is he at a different country club? Uh, Bell Reeve. Should we look him up on LinkedIn? Oh, there's a good story about him that came up, though. So he got kicked out of another country club. Oh. After no, before. Oh. before this surfaced later, and he got into it with a guy like at the bar at that country club, and he's um the guy leaves. Well, he's an attorney, so he calls a police friend of his and says, "Hey, this guy's drunk and he's driving." Oh wait, who called? Oh man, who called? That's, wait, the, that's the guy. Dude, the wait, guy wait, who's, who's the douchebag? Who's the attorney? The lawyer. So the lawyer. So the dude that got kicked out of your country club. Yeah. The fucking the the douchebag that you yeah. you just smoked in golf in the championship. Yeah. What a bitch. He got an argument with somebody else, and so he and called previously the cop. before he yeah at this, yeah at a different he country called club. He called a cop his cop friend to talk about the guy who got in an argument with yeah to, to say tell he was him he's driving dr- drinking and driving gets him a D dub. He has Shut to go to court. Up. Guess who at the time was the county prosecutor? Oh, he was. Boy. He was. No. Oh. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah, dude. The person he called the cops on? 
Yeah. Oh, wow. That is some next level, like, that's, that's so now you know. That's like that's blackmail petty. a little bit. That doesn't mean blackmail. Is that a thing? Not really. That's, not, that's blackmail. not blackmail. But it's not cool. I mean, <laughs> that's so. But that's also some like, I got some money and connections. Fuck you, shit. Like that's which I think it's a fucking douchebag move. But it's like it's definitely a power play. It's like a keep power fucking play. with me. It's 100% a power play, but he's a fucking clown. For he needs doing to that. get his ass completely fucking beat into the ground. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that damn. noise. Anywho, just thought you'd like that story. That is a good one. Came up. Um, well, cool. What else we got? Any other updates? No. Not a mucho. Oh, you didn't get up on the skis? <laughs> Water skiing? <laughs> I I did when using. I'm the sure boom. they told you the same thing. You just get. It's yeah. just the tip. So yeah. So I. Uh, <laughs> My uncle said that he, I may, he was maybe not going fast enough because uh, he was going about the same speed to pull up Shelby as he was going to pull up me. So uh, he was like, maybe next time I'll try this. But whenever I was up on the little boom, which I guess they use for like barefoot skiing yeah. and stuff, um, I got up on that and then I was leaning forward too far. And then you I looked hit like some you were waves and I was chopping on it. And then I was like, <laughs> you could see my face go from like, oh, this is so much fun to like, oh, fuck, something's wrong. <laughs> and uh, whenever I fell backwards, the ski hit me right in the fucking asshole. Ooh. And it was so close to smacking my nuts. And he was like, you ready to go again? And I was like, I'm done. I was like, that was a little close. Uh, but Shelby was great It reminds great at me it. of like... Uh, Something that would happen to Gaylord Fokker. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like on sure. a family trip with his girlfriend's family. Yep, pretty much. But it was my family. That was the thing. That was the worst part about it is I was just embarrassed in front of my own blood. So I don't know what's worse is embarrassment in front of mine, my family or hers. Jeez. Damn, dude. Well, it's okay. Worst things have happened. I'm not a water sports guy. Thoughts and prayers to your gooch, bud. Put a ball, put a ball yep. in my hand and I'm better. What about you, Matt? I feel you, like Matt's uh, a water sports guy. Me? No, I mean, I'm no. He doesn't have the coordination. He Give me the guys, ball. None of, you, I none of you guys followed that. <laughs> what? Uh, he, yeah, water sports. What's water sports? You is never heard a, that term? Is this a squirt joke? Yes. Oh. Oh. See, I just thought it was like a, a gay thing. Brad's I mean, got so many like jokes, you don't know which way he's going with them. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Oh, man. Um, okay. Well, on that note, you guys want to get into we got we got a lot to cover. So and we're gonna ask Brad all the questions because yeah. Brad just looks high as fuck right now. Hashtag jelly. You got notes, Brad? Uh, a couple. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna talk about you know peaks, valleys, highs, lows, everything that we've done to get here to episode one hundred. Um, it's been pretty cool. And uh, actually, as of June, it was exactly two years since we started the podcast. So we're gonna start with favorite quotes of all time. So. These are actual quotes that we've used or that we've seen or that, you know, in our lives in terms of professional personal development. So what are your what are your favorite quotes? I mean, I'll be honest with you, I have a bad memory. It doesn't have to be since you've used them, but like all time quotes. Like one of my favorite all time quotes. This better be an OG DGS word. It's not. Fuck. Uh if you can dream it, you can do it. That's Who by who? Walt Disney. Oh, nice. I thought you didn't know for a second. No, <laughs> I know so, that one. Dan Greiner. And mine, mine kind of tags along with that too is it's uh, whatever the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve and that's Napoleon Hill. And I think that both of those kind of go along the whole you go to Florida you, and we've and I brought up this example numerous times on the podcast but you go to the ocean you see these guys with yachts you're like if that guy can have a fucking yacht I can have a yacht if you can dream it you can do it. Yep. Like that, yeah, so. yeah, big fan there. So, 
I got two. Um, oh, oh, oh. Hold a Dan. I just saw Dan like said, with a couple. Okay. It said one, though. <laughs> so right. it says there's an S in there. Sal doesn't quotes. get to go now. Uh, so one is super fitting. Uh, it's just for this podcast. You're the average of the five people you associate yourself most with, right? Uh, this is why we did this. We wanted to associate ourselves with people that are continuously growing. And then uh, actually, if you're not growing, you're dying. Oh, like, okay. like, How could we not have that? So here's what I found out, though. We use that as our quote, and I know it's been said like it's but someone the, else's. But that we well, here's the thing: it's like usually somebody takes a quote, like Dan will like like rip off a quote and just like change the verbiage up and be like OGDG. And I thought that's what we did, <laughs> but apparently we stole stole those exact words from Tony Robbins, and and it's his quote. Never heard of him, so we'll fight it out with him. Yeah. He's a fucking he's big. You know he's got too much HGH. Well, he doesn't stop. That's why his head's so big. That's zero percent really? surprising. Yeah, like they, his body literally produces too much HGH. That's why he's just such a Naturally. massive fucking man. So like, he's why not can't on they TRT. Do that to me? No, no, he's not cheating like other people. <laughs> <laughs> fucking orange juice, man. Is that like an asterisk behind beside your like seventy-five hard pictures? Like with oh, TRT? I wasn't on it then. Oh, okay. No, no asterisk. Is it trend? No, no. Somebody was talking what? about what trend was. So what there's is like, that? I don't know what that is. So it was down in, when I was down in Denver, this guy was like, because if you see any like, uh, like these meme pages, they'll talk about trend. Like the gains is a funny one. And apparently like trend is like the god of all like steroids and drugs, where it's just like you get unbelievably jacked. You can eat whatever the fuck you want, right? And you just get not only big, but like shredded too. So you just gain a bunch of muscle, lose a bunch of fat, and you can eat whatever the fuck you want. And you have all the energy in the world. Have a heart attack at fifty, but very yeah. <laughs> but reasons that it's it's black market shit. Yeah, yeah. sounds like some Bedros stuff. Sounds like yeah. <laughs> sounds like that episode. Dan's gonna Where'd say something. Some? Where do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> Research purposes. Don't where, where do you find this? I just bought one bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much trend will one bitcoin get? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh uh, that's so, a good one. Yeah. So that's that's the ones uh, I got. What do you got, Bob? I got. Uh, so this is one I've I've used on here multiple times, but uh, especially with with my personal journey, uh, it just it, it always resonates with me. Uh, a person does not decide their future. A person decides their habits, and their habits decide their future. And that's an FM Alexander quote. Uh, he's from like the eighteen hundreds. Um, but just in looking back and auditing what I was doing for the previous up until the last two years. Uh, just looking at everything that I did on a day-to-day basis and how that compounded into me being the person that I was at that time, which was a fat, alcoholic, drug lover, uh, but uh, then changing the way that I am, am doing things, whether it's saving money every single day or putting in consistent effort day in and day out on whether it's my diet or um, the work that I'm putting in. And uh, I, I don't know, I just feel like we're all just scratching the surface of what we're capable of and speaking things into existence, like what Dan and Brad said between the aerospace stuff or, or Dan eventually, like, I mean, I know he's just got a pontoon right now that kills every once in a while whenever you're, <laughs> you're that dies every once in a while when you're out there, but that will be a yacht one day. I have full confidence in, in that happening. So got to crawl before what, you can ball. Crawl before, crawl you, before you can ball. That's <laughs> also, a, we'll say that's an OGDG too. Is that a little Wayne quote? Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did he say crawl before you can ball? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe he said crawl before you ball. <laughs> crawl before <laughs> okay. you ball. So, totally different. Totally di- you see the difference there? I do. I do. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great business model. Um, Salil? So, I just did the, my so. favorite quote from like a movie. And it was like, why do we fall so that we can learn to pick ourselves up? It was 
Alfred Pennyworth from The Dark Knight. Sorry. Okay. I, 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 like sorry I like that. I like that one. He just as soon as he got like done saying that, he goes. From like, Previous episode, I'm like shit. Like no, it doesn't matter. Some previous episodes, it's just it's just greatest quotes. quote. Of, okay, so that's okay. So it's just. Yeah, I mean, now most good. of ours are from like people that like wrote books on like, you know, hey, man, professional some development. But it's still pretty good. not Batman. It's still it's still a solid book. It's still a solid quote though. Yeah. I'm not hating 100. percent So <laughs> let's, let's let's shift gears. Uh, favorite quotes or things people might have said uh, during the podcast. Um, <laughs> I think I, here's my. <laughs> I I did this one specifically for this. I think everybody. It, Maybe they'll have a different one. Oh, I guess. I guarantee someone's got this one as well. And it goes, all right, guys, favorite stoner snack, Cresco, <laughs> Sour Patch Kids, Dan Griner. Wait, wait, wait. Have you ever tried Sour Patch Kids with, with water? water? Yeah. <laughs> I got the same one written down. On yeah, me too. Do you? Yeah. I just wrote down Dan's water and Sour Patch Kids quote. Yeah. I oh, figured, my, I figured my third that part was, uh, so Matt would be like, so Dan, you got a quote? And he just like pauses for like a good two minutes and starts laughing for five minutes straight. <laughs> and then after everyone goes to their quotes, Dan goes back, when in doubt, smoke it out. And just starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard for him it to say. It was very hard to get out because it's fucking hilarious. I mean, that was genius to do that, po- that episode high, but I was way fucking high. It was really hard well, you to, have to imagine it, how high oh, I was. You, it, was <laughs> it was so I hard. I was paranoid. It was so hard to do that episode seriously where like, like I would have loved to have been stoned on that episode like two years ago but uh, I was just sitting there like I remember just like I, I have nothing to add here I'm just gonna let these guys laugh it the fuck out so it was and it was we were so fucking baked and uh, because Drew we smoked, was baked as shit oh, Drew, too and he, he like, couldn't even formulate a sentence and Drew, yeah, and Drew smokes every fucking day and so Dan and I are sitting there like it was 420 holy so, shit like and we, of course we walk in it's the one time we walk in and like it's not just like rich here it's just like rich and then there's a bunch of like random interns that are just standing and all the lights are on so we just got to sit there and dan and i are just like looking at each other we're like is this weird is this weird (laughs) and uh yeah but that was a that was a great one um was that quotes or moments uh so favorite quotes on the pod oh no moments is the next one sorry favorite quote that happened on the pod uh well i don't remember any I have, I have one. You got nothing. We can just go. I have oh, you one. got one. Yeah. Uh, well, it. I mean, I guess it's a. It could any of these could be moments too? But uh, I went back and listened to the Jason Selk episode this morning. One of like that to me was just such a an eye opening episode. And I didn't read the book before that. And now I've read it three times since. Um, but in that episode, Matt was talking about how he couldn't understand Maxwell Maltz's psycho cybernetics and how you just felt, you felt like an idiot reading. You're like, I don't understand anything. And Matt said, I feel like I'm too stupid to grasp the concept of it. And then he finished the rest of his thought. And then before Selk started, he said, stop. He said, don't ever say that about yourself again. He goes, and then you laughed a little bit. And he said, I'm serious. Self-confidence is the same as self-image. And then he described three key points from that book. The first one being self-image is determined by how we talk to ourselves about ourselves. Point number two, most people's self-image is far below where it should be because point number three, most people are talking to themselves about themselves negatively. And even in jest, uh, our mind oftentimes doesn't understand humor. So we have to control how we're talking to ourselves about ourselves. Yeah. And I just remember that stuck out to me so much because he had said that and it was it was funny. Matt was poking fun at himself. But I've really tried to take that to heart. And I even remember after that, 
because we would play, Matt and I were playing a lot of volleyball and doubles and we, we need to get something booked for Nashville Beach soon. But uh, even whenever we would play in tournaments after that, it was so fresh in our minds that even when one of us would fuck up, neither of us would ever say shit to each other, but we would always be like, stupid motherfucker, like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And could it was a noticeable difference in how we played and we played a whole lot better. So I just think it's something, obviously going a little bit more serious on, yeah. on that route, but something that really stood out to me and it's stuck in my head ever since. I was actually talking to somebody about that recently. Yeah, it's 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 essentially a self-fulfilling process prophecy, right? The way that you talk to yourself, it's like, oh, I'll never, I'll never do that. Or I can't do that. Or I'm such a fucking idiot or whatever. It's like, I, I, I'm a firm believer in uh, a lot of that. So I think that's a good one. And so, so if we're talking about, are we still talking about favorite mo- like moments? <clears throat> so now we're getting to favorite moments. Okay. Because I think that was a quote. So yep. you want to kick us off with favorite moments? Yeah. So for me, one of the coolest parts about the, the podcast in general has been like, we go to Andy Frisella. He looks at us like, who the fuck are these D-bags? We go to Bedros, and he's like, oh, look, there's five, four guys here coming to interview me. Um, we go to Jason Selk, and he looks at us like, yeah, whatever. Like, let's just get this Where over with. Set up? Yeah. And then by the time our half hour, hour is done with these guys, they like genuinely look at you and are like, you guys did a really fucking good job. And like for this really just being like essentially like a hobby of ours, like kind of push each other to another level. Um I think that's pretty rewarding and it makes me feel like our time is like worth something like, oh, we're actually doing something for the good. And then just also the moments of obviously Colorado trip, probably favorite favorite thing as far as like personal professional development by far was that trip. And then all these masterminds we're doing and actually literally seeing people like making moves in their life that it's it's not us, but like if it wasn't for us setting these up and having these conversations with people um, they might not have ever made that step. Oh, tell so. the Tommy story. Yeah, so uh, Tommy Holmes, uh, he was at, man, I'm, you're getting ready to lose me for a second though. He was at our last mastermind. He got up, um, real shy guy, means so well. Um, and he he made a move and he signed a contract or, or sold so, sold it. So, so just to so just to give a little bit of context, because yeah. I think you're trying to say this, yeah, but you're, you're too high to remember. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he, um, everybody was going around because he was like. He was like, I want to make more impact and I want to do this. So how do I make more relationships? Anyway, we got down to like, he just wants more clients. And then they were just like, well, can you find a way to do royalties? And everyone was like, what? And it was like this whole debate back and forth on whether or not he could, how to get clients first off. And then if he could figure something out to where it's like, here's a lesser fee up front. But when I do good, like you're going to give me royalties for every click and this and that or whatever that you get from it. Um, and... Not even three weeks later, Brad texts us in the group and he's like, he signed a new deal that they're going to bring him on for like a year long or whatever the fuck it is. Mm. Uh, And then like, it'll get like some type of royalties. Yeah, get some sort of royalties for each sale of the the course that they're doing. So, and he was just like, man, you know, Thank you know, everybody. Thanks, you know, for pushing me and allowing me to be a part of this group and stuff. And it's just like, that's just like one person, you know, and I know we've done that with other people as well. Yep. So like, that's almost where I see us maybe transitioning this stuff to more as events and stuff like that. Cause I feel like for me, it's a little bit more rewarding. Yeah, for sure. So stuff outside the pod, I agree. I think that it really hit me the impact that, you know, we've kind of made whenever we kind of started doing those masterminds and seeing people actually fucking show up. Because when we first started as a book club, nobody showed up. You know what I mean? And so I think that like it kind of came full circle in the fact that we tried once, nobody showed up. Over time, we started a podcast, we did some things, and then all of a sudden you have 25 to 40 people that are signing up and showing up for these events. 
And that's pretty rewarding to see them put themselves in a vulnerable position in front of people that they don't know, but know that everybody's like-minded and that they're going to help them. And then to see the results from that. In fact, like Dom today, I had a client come up and um, for him, you know, that I'm, I'm moving over for copywriting. So just like stuff like that, that you get out of it, like you really feel like, hey, I gave back, I gave value. Um, and that's where it's like, okay, well, all of this is worth it because this shit's hard to keep up with. I mean, Brad probably does the majority of 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 the stuff that you guys see, um, but it's still, you know, I mean, we we joke about it all the time. Oh, page two of Google, you got your quote, but like <laughs> seriously, like you know, it, it's hard to to mix this. We don't get paid anything, and we we do work, and and then we come do this, and <clears throat> we try to give as much back as we can. So it's funny you say that. It's There's been a, <clears throat> a couple of people that I, I haven't caught up with, but they know that I do a podcast for a while and they think my business is podcasts. Like they think they're like, oh damn, you seem like you're killing it. Like, you know, how much are you making on, like how much can you make doing a podcast? I'm like, I'm like motherfucker, like I pay to do a podcast. <laughs> like, I, don't, exactly. I don't get paid a fucking thing. But I look at it as 100% uh, as an investment. Like this is something that is like, we're investing time just the idea of like putting a topic about business or personal or professional development together and having to put pen to paper or having to articulate it is makes you so much more competent to talk about that shit. And it's like, because of this, it's like, and we're kind of getting off here, but it's like, I know way more about like the stock market and crypto and like all this other shit or current events, like mm -hmm. actual political current events that are important because of this podcast. But Because before I would have never researched this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I wanted to go back. So that's like, one of my favorite moments in terms of what we're doing, but best moments on the air. Uh, I wanted to revisit that real quick. Yeah, I do think the the Sour Patch one was funny. Um, <laughs> but when we first started, we were in that studio. <laughs> we were in that fucking studio with the dude. The, the second studio? Not, 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 uh, not next core. Not next, not next core. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. We, leveled up the quality was not bad it was way better but this dude he would have a shirt off a baby smoking a joint nuggets on the table weed nuggets but there'd then be, the, there'd when, be a, a fucking uh, <laughs> what one of those lizards one of those yeah, fucking uh, this, one of those bearded dragons bearded dragons yeah, but yeah, that one time like, we were just like in the middle of a pod and like a whole crew comes in they're like lifting stuff like the yeah. arch or whatever and got a party this weekend man baby's crying baby's crying in the background <laughs> We're just like, what the dogs peeing fuck on Bobby's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, and then when we did the Emily Priscilla one, and Matt glitched out. <laughs> oh damn! I have, I have, I have written on here you that like, one time I came back from a trip super hungover. We interviewed Emily Priscilla, and I, inter I introduced her. <laughs> He's already Andy losing yeah. Yeah. I'm already getting fucking flashbacks too. Yeah, you're yeah. glitching out. <laughs> legit, legit thought that Matt was stroking out for sure. That was that was a little scary. So there was, and then you said another word, and I was like, "You said that wrong." And then even she said she, something, and he's you were like, like, "No, I didn't." What are you talking so about? So there's two or three times <laughs> like, I realized I fucked up, and then like the last two times I was just like, "I don't even know at this point." <laughs> Obviously, Emily Frisella must just be like Matt's like ultimate chick. Like well, he, that's the only time he's ever total been frazzled. Intimidation. <laughs> just thinking about her now, he's already just no. It was like five days of drinking. <laughs> and that was that was about it. Yeah, and little little to no sleep. But uh, yeah, that was for sure one of the funniest times. And uh, and I was hoping we would. It's actually a lot funnier probably that we put it out there. But at first, I was like, "Fuck, I hope we can cut that." And even Emily was like, "No, fuck that." <laughs> Put it yeah, how you have yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. We're keeping your fuck ups. Yeah. So. so now that we're on like funny moments, so this is a one particular moment. 
but it's kind of, it's like the most mind-boggling recurring thing that happens. And it's that the fact that like Sal does not know where a microphone goes in order to record sound on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is the first time it's ever been. It's like, he'll be five feet away. Or the one time we were here a week or two ago when you guys weren't here, he oh literally had God. the microphone on his lap. It the was microphone was like nuts. next to his dick on his lap and he was just up here talking. Should have ripped and, Rich, and instead of Rich, it was so funny. And instead of Rich, like just being like, hey, Sal, move up the microphone. He came over and like adjusted it off of Sal's nuts for him. And Sal's just sitting there letting this all happen. And Matt's just like, hold on, stop. What the fuck are you doing, Sal? And yeah, he was just in another world. Rich He's is like, such I'm, a professional. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. One thing that's not on here was we've tried a lot of different like skits, like just the tip and all that. And I just want to say that was probably my favorite was just the tip out of all the like, little segment things we did. And we don't do that anymore. That produced a lot of value too, I thought. Except for when Colin did it. Uh, well, oh, no, God. His Kobe story. Go ahead, Dan. You can, you can tell it. No, it just, yeah. So, I mean, we agreed that it was going to be like a 30 what? seconds, like 30 seconds, just snippet of like, yeah. hey, here's your quick tip for the it week. It was like six yeah. minutes. It was a solid six minutes. And he still had to be better at budgeting. He started talking about Kobe. Yeah, so yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, this was Kobe. the follow up. Yeah, this was the at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And then, he, and then all of a sudden, Colin starts talking. I wish if there's a way to edit that whole clip into here or like afterwards. No, like, we'll lose every view. Yeah, we'll lose everybody. And it's just like he starts talking about Kobe. And then he starts talking about like determination and then like a book. And then it's just like every story like it's halfway through and leads to another Jordan. story. Yeah. And, he, and then afterwards, Tim Grover. The best like, part though is afterwards he's like, so what'd you guys think? Yeah, like, was that he was good? Like, pumped. And we're like, and we're just like, bro, that was fucking 10 minutes long. Like, <laughs> we like had to establish rules after that. Like, yeah. We need to have a meeting. I got about- a funny story about him, man. He hit me up last week and he's like, hey fucker, you gonna buy me lunch this week? And I'm like, why? And he's like, I want to, I want you to switch your insurance over. And I'm like, well, should this be? Hey, can I buy you lunch? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about insurance. Sales, sell it. He texted me last week too. Where you, where's your auto insurance? Because yeah. he's got some of my policies. Oh, man. Sales uh, sales 101 right there, yeah. right? You reach hey, out. Fucker. Say, hey, hey fucker, fucker. You're going to buy me lunch, and then you're going to buy my shit. Yeah. <laughs> it must have worked for somebody. My yeah, question would be, man. how much money are you going to fucking save me if I'm buying you lunch? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys... Uh, do you guys have any others inside the podcast or do you guys have any uh, moments like outside of the actual podcast that, uh, that, I mean, we talked about the lake and stuff. I thought that was pretty funny. I Honestly, mean, California, like going to California, like that's the first time I've ever been West Coast. Really? So, yeah, no. ever. Um, and Bedro's trip was cool. Bedro's trip is badass. Like <clears throat> we got to meet a lot of cool guys. He ended up turning, to be, turning out to be really fucking cool. We got the vi- first, that was the first video that we have a podcast besides like the old school one. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and on that guy's like, like vid. used Android phones. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what was his name again? Uh, Justin. I don't it know. sounds right. Didn't he have a nickname that he went by? He went by. Uh, oh god, he's <laughs> like Jay Kicks or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. He, but but yeah. So just going to California in general, like I did love Colorado. Um, that was because that was the first one, so that was cool. Um. But for whatever reason, like going out to California uh, as a group, that was fun. Uh, we obviously got to do a podcast with one of the most successful, mm-hmm. the most successful fitness franchise entrepreneur in the United States, uh, along with everything else that he's got going on. 
Played some doubles volleyball. Um, you know, got to fucking tear chicks up and down the beach for a while. Had some good food. That was that was probably one of the. the you also got times. to go to a Dave Matthews show too. <laughs> I did. Yeah, which was fun. Uh, the Joe Rogan concert was a lot of Joe fun. Joe Rogan too. was so awesome. I was on. Uh, I was on phase one at the time, so I just took a bunch of. I took some edibles before that concert, so it was fun. Yeah, but, Joe Rogan was was hilarious for mm-hmm. sure. That was definitely one of my highlights as well. I thought California was fun, despite not being able to play doubles since I fucked up my calf and yeah. forced Matt to play volleyball with a C player. Yeah, Connor. Connor. Uh, Connor's a big Shout fan out. of the Shout podcast. The fucking man. Like, <laughs> the, nicest, you, the, nicest, the nicest dude. But just needs some sharpening up on the on the doubles skills. So, um, Would you have rather played with me? I mean... No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't think you would have rather played with Dan? I think Dan would have been a decent player. I Dan's, just, Dan's I athletic. I he played, oh, so, so Connor played volleyball in, in college. college. <laughs> yes. So he's not fucking like awful. But, but the thing just is, a he dim- was a, he's a middle and that just doesn't translate well to sand. Dan's never played volleyball, period. I think you're, I think you're, uh, really, I think Dan, I think, I think you're, I think you're highly underestimating Dan's I think sports Dan's, abilities. I think Dan's athletic guy. I'm not saying Dan's not athletic. I've seen this guy handle a, I've a seen hockey him. stick, and it's pretty impressive. I'm sure you've seen <laughs> well, him handle a couple sticks. Uh, all right. Well, I remember watching. I've always him play been a bond stick kind <laughs> yeah. of guy. Yeah. Dude, so did you guys? Oh, you guys weren't there yet. But at the lake, when we got there, we like open up Dan's doors, and like the very first thing that comes out of mouth is, "Just so you guys know, Brad's bunking with me." Like he unlocked the door, <laughs> and the first thing he said is, "Brad and I have the master." He did that in Colorado I don't think too. I said that. <laughs> I don't think I said that. Oh, oh if we want to talk about favorite then, wait, moments Cal- outside then, of the pod. And then in California, he threw your suitcase on his bed. Uh, oh, <laughs> how about speaking no. of the hotel in exactly. California, how about the underwear? No, that's exactly. What? Is that where you're that's going? That's going to bring it up. T- talk about Randomly, it. there's a thong, female thong. Mm-hmm. That is Matt. Wait, first of all, we have to address that Matt's one of the weird fuckers that goes to a hotel and unpacks his entire suitcase in yeah. the dresser. That's yeah. To be fair level. though, that's that's pretty. I don't know. I started doing that because of Matt, and it that's made me weird. feel a whole lot more organized. It just I don't makes, know. Yeah. It's, it, it, when you it got gives four, you a dude, sense of being subtle. When you got when you got three other guys staying in that hotel, three grown ass men. That room smelled and like farts. The smell of that fucking <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> Straight farts. It was just, and they wouldn't clean it. Because it was fucking COVID, oh, and they Matt didn't want to come in like, our room. It was like every six days. It was or something just like that. It, it was, was just bad. Matt Dan and Brad's farts <laughs> up and fucking down that place. Matt got so mad coming back from that grocery store in Colorado. You were about to kill somebody in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, because you guys were so fucking high, dude. dude that was hilarious. Well, that's the too. point. We <laughs> you guys left the fucking dispensary and immediately just like light the joint, drink the fucking THC soda, <laughs> pop a gummy. <laughs> This gummy's not working. Why would you wait? Why would you wait? And you you guys are just wandering around Walmart and it was like herding fucking cats. (laughs) Uh, And just you could hear Brad and Dan giggling like throughout the fucking Walmart or wherever we were. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was Um, a good time. Yep. So So, what else we got? Flip side, worst moments. Worst moments since we started. Dude, the the awkward Brad and Bobby thing. I wrote that down. I had that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that but here's the thing: wild. is it was wait, wait, I, wait, wait. So before we stop, like we gotta actually okay. somebody tell a story before we start jumping story to story. So whoever wants to say it, just tell the actual story, what happened, or give somebody the cliff notes. Sure, I can. Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. Uh, so we were we were meeting at Tech Artista, and we were talking. At that point, like the pod seemed to have little to no momentum, or like, well, I shouldn't say that. They're, like there were some good things. There was a lot of momentum. The thing was, 
Brad was doing a, a fucking lot of the shit um, as far as from like a social media standpoint and whatnot. And uh, I'll be honest, I, I was disengaged at that time. And uh, then we were going back and forth. And uh, I remember I just was kind of sitting back and I just felt like I was like, I had nothing to say. Um, and I, I started talking about a couple different things. And Brad basically said, Bobby, you, you bring no value. I don't know why you're here essentially. And it, dude, it was rough, man. Like I was like already doubting myself in so many different areas. Oh, it was just like, and it was like, everything, I felt like a beat puppy. Everything in the energy of that room just like changed. But here's the thing. It was like, there was a bunch of things that needed to be addressed that were kind of pussyfooted around with the podcast as a whole. Uh, and and just like the entire energy changed. Like at some at one point, I was like, somebody could fight like in the middle of this thing. Like it, tensions were high. I she remember getting, I had a she, volleyball in my hand that you just had in the in there. And I was just like, so it took so much of me not to just throw it and be like, let's fucking go. And uh I kept my cool somehow, uh, other than just like I, I cried a lot, I'll be honest. Uh, cause it, you know, I was just like, you know what? He's probably fucking right. And uh I remember I uh, I I talked to Shelby afterwards and it wasn't like a oh fuck Brad thing. I was just like maybe I bring no fucking value. Uh, and she was like you need to think about this more. And she actually talked me into having some more conversations about it. And uh, shoot, I remember Dan left me a long voicemail. Brad, we talked and uh, honestly I feel like and that was before we went to California. And then I think we just never really gotten on the same page as far as like where we're because I'm like you guys are at a very different point in your like professional careers and even personal lives than I am. And like, kind of like, it was kind of funny. Uh, Matt was gone, I think on a workout. Dan had left for Vegas and Brad and I, even though there's two beds there in California are just sitting there next to each other, <laughs> laying with just briefs and shirtless in bed, just I talking about our stories. He was naked, <laughs> um, both farting. And, uh, and yeah, and like even before that squash some stuff, but even though that was like a, a worse moment in the moment, it ultimately was something that I felt like, we like it was i don't know i think it was good for like us like it was very bad delivery for <laughs> sure like i feel like a conversation had to be had but it was very piss poor delivery on my part that made it worse i feel like we've definitely came a long way since then sure. um cuz we connect actually on more levels than probably most people here in all reality yeah we um, had no idea but uh yeah i mean that was that was for sure one of the worst moments i wish like, I texted everybody and said, I wish I could have taken that back. Well, just... I think it was good. I think that, like, dude, you put four guys in a room for, you know, collectively, how much time have we spent together? There's going to be disagreements. There's yeah. going to be arguments. Like, whether it's, you know, it's and, any any relationship, there's going to be yeah. things that pop up. And that shit needed to happen because it made it better and afterwards. We all grew of... from it, especially me. Like, it was... It it was something again. How it happened, obviously not ideal, but the fact that it did happen, I feel like like kind of kicked and revved things up. Uh, yeah, I feel like, like even everybody level. as a whole group since then we've really tried to elevate the podcast. Like I feel like everybody's kind of made the prior the podcast a priority. Essentially, I mean, like with we've kind of talked. Like there's times where obviously somebody has something going on, they're not gonna be able to make it. Like shit, I haven't been here for like a month, but uh, you know, it's just I feel like now we're looking at this as a business. And maybe that was like one of the turning points of that. And I think at the end of the day too, we have a lot of conversations around like coaching and mentoring and what that actually looks like having a cheerleader versus someone who's actually going to hold you accountable. And I definitely felt that way whenever we 
got done with that conversation. And I even reached out to you afterwards and was like, I was like, I want you to mentor me. And you're like, I'm not, I'm not in the spot to, to do this. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. I was like, but I was like, just know that I, I want that kind of stuff. Cause there's, I, I look up to you guys and, um, I've gotten emotional just even thinking about it. And it, I mean, shoot, call me a wuss, but, uh, like the amount of leveling up that I feel like I've done and uh, here, like nowhere near where a lot of you guys are at. But um, I even said this to Matt the other day, whenever we had, we had breakfast on Saturday and uh, I was just like, dude, I don't know if I bring any, any value to our friendship. And I was like being dead serious. Cause like I meet up with him and he's just like, cause I'm looking into finally taking the steps to doing my first uh, real estate investment. Um, and I would have never done that if it wasn't for this group and uh, just a lot of the value that you guys can bring me. So I'm just, I feel happy to be a part of this stuff. And it just shows that surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded is only going to help us all get better. Well, so that, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that everybody here, like there's a value about you that I look up to and there's a value about you, you know what I mean? And we probably all point that finger and say there's something about them that I like a lot, you know? Like, your energy and the way you keep things positive are, like, huge. Like, I I even, like, at first, whenever you first joined and before the whole blowout, it was kind of like, dude, how the fuck can you be so positive all the time? And and But I appreciate that, and I've grown to, like, love it, you know? And it's like, I wish I had more of that for sure. So it's it's those little qualities that we all kind of get to feed off of each other, I think. Yes, 100%. So, and uh, that's a good point. I thought about this for a long time because it's like, we're all in different places in our lives in like a lot of different ways. But it's like with this podcast, it's like, I feel like all of us, like everybody has a place where they could look up to the person across from them in some way, shape or form. And we're all helping each other level up in that way. Um, it's just, there's just a lot of different ways. And you mostly think about like the financial you know, piece, because that's what's talked about a lot in like professional personal development or in podcasts. But it's like everybody's everybody's gaining something off of everyone in this podcast. But Bobby talked about like changes and uh, and how he's looking to grow and level up. So let's just skip to that one. What are the biggest changes? So this, remember, we started in 2020. We started mid-2020. What are the biggest changes that have happened in your life since we started the podcast? Shit, man. Uh, I'll go. Uh, so... I even pulled screenshots from uh, Instagram whenever, because uh, we had done this on one of the podcasts before, back to whenever, uh, like, I was posting that I had just started 75 Hard and I was so new in it that I called it Hard 75, uh, which, I, which I actually saw in that, and I was like, what a dork. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, from then, it was just Matt saying, hey, got some guys getting together, talk about personal, professional things. You should come by sometime on a Wednesday. And I was like, shoot, I got it locked down. Tell me what date. Uh, it's at NextCore. Pop by. And then, I, it's funny, I see on here the uh, the next the next message in here just said, you're officially in the crew on July 15th, a, a week after. And it was just like, looking back on that, shoot, that's coming up on two years since I came to the first episode uh, ever. And I can say in that amount of time, like, I did, I went through like 75 hard for the most part, minus the golf, right? I'm doing it again now, day 30, <laughs> day 31, uh, and, and no golf, uh, or at least I'm not counting golf as a workout, but, uh, now, uh, like going through it, it all again, I'm trying to get my head so much more clear and then actually like following through with some of the things that I, that I say, I want to do like these investment properties and get my, get my sales team to a point where it can kind of run without me. So, um, from a growth standpoint, I don't know. I just feel, I feel so much more focused on where I'm going rather than just like being present in the moment and just being happy about what's going on that weekend or something. I'm not living for that shit. I'm living for, 
I'm thinking five years down the road right now. So that's probably my biggest change is I never thought that way. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, if I look around at all the, you know, where I'm at, I guess, and I kind of, over the last two years, all the things that I like manifested from fucking, you know, 18, 19, 20, all the way up to age 30, I'm 34 now. They all kind of came to fruition in the last couple of years in terms of like, I wanted to do, you know, and I'll just fucking say them. I wanted to have a lake house. I've always wanted to fucking have a lake house. I, I ended up getting the lake house. I have, I'll have a commercial building with X amount of employees. Like, I feel like I'm running an actual business now. I, you know, I was able to join a club. I was, so there's a lot. And then financially I hit a lot of those goals. And, and so now, you know, there's some other things I need to work on, but I think just, I, I worried about that so much throughout my twenties as I was like trying to figure everything out and it all kind of came to fruition after this group had started. So I think that's when I look back, I think that's, you know, being a part of this has definitely made an impact on that stuff getting knocked down and, and checked off the box basically. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's, <clears throat> I forgot <clears throat> two years ago cause we were both in next core and you had one half more employee than I did, which was zero. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. Brad, what do you got? Mine's mine's still all the financial side of things, really. Like, uh, just got my stuff back from the accountant uh, for the end of June. Or, yeah. It's July now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The end of June. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Q2. And, uh, yeah, for the end of Q2. So, I got my report, you know, year to date. And the numbers that we hit at year to date were the end of last year's entire year. And like I had that conversation with my dad driving me up for surgery yesterday. And it's like, it's hard to believe like what can happen as quickly as it does. And it's just that snowball effect of momentum. And like I told you guys before, like when Dan asked me to come to that first book club, I hadn't, I don't even know last time I read a book, you know? And like, that's where I feel like this group really started was that book club. Mm-hmm. As gay as it was and like sitting around, like reading a book. <laughs> You know, like, not that there's anything wrong with there's that. There's nothing wrong with being gay. Everybody's got a price too. But uh, it's just the fact of like, I feel like that's when the snowball for me really started to develop. And like now I just like kind of buy books to read when I get to them or at some point, you know. And I, I feel like if I didn't have you guys around me, like just even like the daily text messages of like just sometimes it's bullshit. Sometimes it's actually something serious. I feel like there's an accountability around you for that. Yeah. Well, and getting like, you know, everybody in the group sometimes does but like getting to celebrate your wins yeah right like hey like you, you texted us about the uh the aerospace deal uh or the and that was yeah i i agree 100 on that so i have a did you have another one before no, we go good. so i have a handful uh i won't take too long on them i did the whole live hard program and i never thought i would do 75 hard uh it was because actually we all started it together i don't know if you guys remember that when i did 75 hard we all started it together and then I don't know. <laughs> you never started it. You you no. didn't start it the first time. No, but I'm saying, but the time I did it, yeah. we all started it together. I see what you're saying. We gotcha. all yes. And mm-hmm. then Brad was just like, "Fuck this, I quit." And we don't even know if Dan actually did anything. <laughs> like we don't know. Like Dan kept saying, <laughs> Dan kept getting I pissed did. because we were trying to do content. We were trying to get content, and Bobby was like, "Hey, he was so hey, mad." He's like, at "Make me. a make a quick video." I was because I was dude. I actually and, was doing up to that, and it was point. never. And, and then I went to Vegas. And because I, I talked to I talked to Matt about that, and I was just like, I was like, I'm not trying to like catch Dan in a lie. I'm literally just trying to put out some TikToks so I can bring some more value, so I don't get yelled at. Well, it's I, <laughs> and Dan was like, "Dude, fuck you! I'm actually doing it." And I was like, I, just "Because I hate take a fucking, picture of your scrambled eggs." Well, I, I just like <laughs> hate 
like <laughs> the exposure to it. Like in terms of like I hate working out and all that shit. And it's just like fuck. Now I gotta take a fucking video of myself like doing this shit. Those like, jump rope videos though. <laughs> no, that's, that's in the spank the, bank. Hey, the the video of the video of Dan uh, after the other professional podcast called us out, and Dan's using his VR and boxing. Yeah, and then and then Brad throws the 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 audio on it in a TikTok. It's that's it's Dan Bilzerian. It goes the reason I get so much top tier pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot that. about that I one. That. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah, I got it on my drafts. I'll send it to you guys. Um. That so doing posted. the doing the Live Howard program, I won't delve into that. That obviously changed my <laughs> life. Um, uh, had uh, let's see. Oh, so when we started, I was renting a house, paying eleven hundred and fifty bucks a month uh, in rent. Now I have two houses, which are a total of three doors, and basically my one property that I have alone, my duplex, pays between the Airbnb and that, like. Well, first off, I'm, I've got tenants and I also do an Airbnb. And both of those collectively pay for both, basically both mortgages. There's like a $50 difference from what I pay for one mortgage. So essentially, two, one from zero mortgages, paying rent to two, two mortgages and having those rents paid for uh, because I learned the, the real estate side of things, which is why I'm doing real estate mm -hmm. full time right now. Um, and I believe this podcast helped me to kind of get there as well. Obviously, Dan played a fucking huge part in that. Um, and then, so this will be an interesting one. Um, and it's going to sound weird, but you guys know I, I was big on vision boards and like, you know, putting shit out there. Uh, you guys actually, oh, yeah. you guys actually made fun of me because I had a, a picture of a guy with abs a couple of years he's, ago. Well, he was wearing underwear, right? Yeah. He was not wearing underwear. You couldn't even see his fucking Tidy whities. No. I don't think so. I feel so. like Dan's not lying about this. <laughs> like, I feel like you're too fucking high to remember. <laughs> so, Go to sleep. Um, but, but anyway, so one of the things that I had back in 2019 was um, I had a goal to have millionaire friends. Like I had a goal to have friends that were making million dollars plus a year. Uh, and I was just like, which sounds so weird, but it's like I grew up, I didn't grow up around money. I didn't know anybody who was a millionaire. And then all of a sudden, and we can cut this out if you're not comfortable having it, but all of a sudden Dan had his first million dollar year, uh, which was obviously yeah, a big deal. Uh, and then, you know, started becoming friends with Josh Sample. And then like Sam Prim, Lucas Wall, Brian Schroeder, all the people from Pastor House are millionaires. And it's like, all these people, and there's like people in the bros and business mastermind, right? Yeah. They come in. So it's like weird that it's like, uh, I don't know. Like I said, like that was just kind of a cool thing to me because I was just like, like making a million dollars is nowhere near where I am right now a year. But like the more I surround myself with people, the more realistic it becomes and the more I realize it's it's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's just a matter of when, right? Yeah. So that was some cool things that happened to me. But um, yeah, that's what I got. The fact you actually just said that, it's like, pretty cool too because the relationship that I built when we went to Bedros was when I started the racing deal um, again and uh, that group of people that I've been around with there is just like the same thing you're saying is like I've never been around people that are worth like this caliber of money yeah and it's like definitely puts your mind in a totally different place of like what you want for yourself in the future 100% yeah and it's being around those people yes it, being around those people and seeing how their mentality is it just like it just it I can do it right yeah. it's like it, it's Dan, it's the yacht. It's the yacht effect, right? It's like, I see the yachts. I see the people that are driving those yachts. It's like, that dude can have a fucking yacht. I can have a fucking yacht, right? And I think that's the more you surround yourself with friends and you realize you're not that different from the people around you. It's like, I can do that shit too. 
Brad's about to pass out, I feel like. <laughs> his, his eyes just got super heavy. Um, I, I think we're getting to the end of this. I skipped a couple of things. You guys know what's in there. Anything in particular you guys want to talk about? Um, I, we have to say the worst guest we had yeah, on. We oh, that's yeah. A, that's best, what I wanted to say. Best and worst. We all got it. Like, we're all, we're all Jordan Harbinger. Jordan Harbinger. Harbinger. Right, yeah. That yeah. guy sucked He's kind of a douche canoe. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, we paid him. We paid him. <laughs> we paid him $500. And he said it was a For donation. a charity? Yeah. And he doesn't, he's not doing any, like, there's no, like, because he posts all his shit on social. We need to ask him what Did we get, like, a tax deduction for this? Did we see where yeah. that money went? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll tell him we need the 50C3 for a tax deduction. And see what he says. Was that on Zoom? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then what I we'll do? I was like, that and was... then what we'll do is we'll get Steve Nations to write an because <laughs> Nations got Nations, into Nations it. fucking hates him. So then we'll get Nations <laughs> to write an article about Harbinger charging people five hundred dollars for a donation, but it's not true. Yeah, that would. And be And then great. that will go to Forbes, and our podcast will blow up. Yep. Damn. Yep, Damn. that's how we want to make it, right? Just fucking burning another man down. That's what it takes. <laughs> what do you mean? He's saying he's getting donations. He might be. We don't know that. And my favorite uh, podcast guest would have been uh, Ryan Mickler. I actually really enjoyed that that one with him. Yeah, you'd like to. You liked him a lot. You'd been listening for a while before we had him on. Yeah, I. I mean. For me, he just like matched really well at the time. I think he's kind of like maybe flown a little bit in the direction of Frisella where it's like the politic talk is like almost a little bit too much for me. Like, it. So um, that's that's where I'm at now. Yep. But he, well, he was, it was right when we started and then he had that is the mentality of like, uh, it's the order of man, right? Yeah. And it's just like surrounding yourself with the tribe and doing all. So that makes sense. Yeah. That was fitting. So who was your, we all just did not like Harbinger. Is that just a... Consensus, or is there somebody I mean, that you? No, like that was that. That was what I had on, or well, what I was thinking. I couldn't remember his name though. That's how memorable he was. Yeah. Um, so then, favorites, you two. Well, I would say that Case Kenny one was a little off too. Oh yeah, Case. Well, were you there for that? No, but I listened to it. You let you. Oh, you actually. I like the it? Case Kenny one. Bobby loved. I thought, I thought, oh, it, was, I thought it was cool. Love Case. Kenny. I thought it was fun. I I didn't dislike him. He just was not my full speed. It just you know. Too much competition. At the, at the time, I haven't listened to him. <laughs> Probably. Hey, too, much like, God damn too much competition. I'm just too like, much this, competition. Just, this is the start, one guy that pulls more than me. I can't, I can't fucking like him. You just need to start writing shit on coffee cups. Yeah. And just take a picture yeah. of it. Pretty much. That's <laughs> it. Love. But and then set it on Starbucks and chicks will just line up. I'll just, instead, I'll just fucking write it on empty beer cans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So who was your, who was your favorite? Did you guys say your favorites released? I, I mean, thought you were going to say your favorites. I mean, I think we can all agree. I think that the the Frisella one, you know, I really enjoyed. It, it was kind of like a wow factor because he was like the first one of the first people that I started following, mm -hmm. right? And it was in person. But I will say, like Ben Newman, I really enjoyed that. He had to go, but he still gave us some extra time. Plus, attack the process. Like that's one thing that I live by with, especially with like sports. Like, don't worry about other shit. Just attack. What I'm, what I'm doing. Right, we know the yeah. golf tournament story. Yeah, we told him. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sven. Yeah. From uh, yeah. Denmark. Yep. Yep. So Sven from Denmark, he uh, was at a golf tournament once, and <clears throat> on hole fourteen. Is this a real person? Yeah, Sven. Okay. Yeah, from Denmark. It's from spelled D-A-N though. <laughs> Denmark. <laughs> Anyways, the, the it was a it was a. Um, Social house? Is that what it is? The place with the painted boobies? Yeah, it was yep. a social house golf tournament. So they bust uh, in a bunch of girls. Strippers. Yeah. And you got to, and Sven on hole 
the part the last part three at Gateway National. Um, this chick says, "If you can hit the green, I want you to smack my ass as hard as you possibly can." And so Sven was like, "Fuck, I could do it." And uh, so she opens her legs and starts like finger blasting herself while you're trying to tee off like three feet from you and Sven, the only thing he could think was Ben Newman attack the process. <laughs> <laughs> and he hit the green. Oh, that's that's, and then he got to smack awesome. her ass. Yeah. So, but the Frisala thing was definitely the game changer. Uh, the Having him on, like we talked about it and then it was just like also the kind of the realness of it because we're local. It, like Frisella's local in St. Louis and so that's when people were like, oh shit, like you guys, like how the fuck do you guys get him on? And that's when like, Personally, I started getting like recognition individually from like people asking about the podcast, and that's I, that's when people were. That's why it's like, on your hinge profile. What the Frisella picture? The Frisella picture. Oh, Wait, I it? took that picture. It's not, it I was. took the picture I of you them, talking. I changed him up. What's oh. that? Oh, the and the, I texted. He's cut some fat since then. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't I get photo cred? Like a little. I don't think I can. Emoji. I don't think I can tag you in the hinge. I don't think I can. <laughs> I tag hope you. not. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> No, but that was uh, that was by far the, the best one. What, guys? Come the fuck You know, on. another one that was secretly good was uh, when I walked in and it started with Jason Selk, I was like, this is going bad. And by the time we left, that was probably actually another one of my favorite ones. Jason was super cool. And I think it was like a, like a we showed that we had some credibility. And yep. he was like, okay, well, these guys know what they're actually talking about. And that well, one actually was a cool episode after it was all said and done. A billion percent. Like you already said, like winning those guys over and like having them say like, you guys like are good. This was great. This was the best podcast I've ever done. Like that was, uh, that was really cool. So um, I know we're actually kind of running over on time. We'll probably end up splitting this into two episodes. But the last question that I have, we're 100 in, 100 episodes in. Anything in particular that you guys are looking forward to in the next 100 episodes? Any goals? Any... Uh, any ideas, any, any, anything? I think, uh, and I'll, I'll speak pretty freely here. I've, I've learned that I think the next hundred episodes, the focus for me is, is the masterminds and is growing, you know, I don't know if it's the brand or we change the name, you know, we've talked about that, but, um, for me, that's what I actually get more value out of now. Like the pod was a great, uh, stepping stone and I'll, I'll still be here and everything. I just feel like I, I got the purpose out of the pod. I'm, we've met some really cool people. We've done some really cool things and we'll keep bringing as much content as possible. But like growing, um, you know, I would say 100 episodes took us two years. So if I look two years in the future and we keep doing these masterminds, if we can scale that somehow and have, uh, you know, some type of retreat or some type of conference or something like that. Like, that's just my high-level goal that I think we would have where where we grow it on a national scale with the in-person and with the, uh, you know, other stuff that we do. Because that's where I see the most value that we can bring, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yep. I'm the same way. For me, I like, to look at like a hundred episodes is more like a timeline thing. Like you're saying, like, what's two years from now look like? It'll actually be one year now that we're doing two a week. But that's true. Yeah. So... Um, but to me, I think uh, the value we've produced with the masterminds is, uh, e I think if we can scale that, like you're saying, is not only something where we could actually start making a little bit of money off of it, but uh, we're going to touch a lot more people, I think, than we are with the podcast. Yep, I wrote. I had the same thing. I I wrote more amazing guests, uh, but most most importantly, helping other people in St. Louis, and then obviously outside of St. Louis. But that's where all of our 
meetups have been our masterminds and whatnot. So helping people grow and then uh, connect with the people that they need to to grow where they need to. Obviously, a success story like Tommy is cool among a lot of the other things that we've seen. So um, yeah, I think I think we'll have some more some some good guests coming up here in this mm. next year. Yep, uh, getting a focus back to some guests is going to be cool. I think growing the mastermind is definitely going to be fun because we're just kind of tipping the iceberg with that. Uh, and then really speaking on guests, <clears throat> a goal that just came to me, I had my lights like probably number one on my list, um, which obviously he's like a degree of separation away from us. So he's he's definitely gettable. But my goal is, um, and maybe this isn't over the next year, maybe in the next two years, is to get him on the podcast and we go to his island that he bought and do a podcast on his island. So that'd be fucking epic. You guys write that down. Uh, and if it doesn't happen in like three years, I'll come back and I'll delete this part. <laughs> we but, don't have to write it down. It's on, yeah. on the podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. The show notes, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Uh, anything else you guys got? No, I think we ran. What are we running on? What, what time we got? It's gotta be at least an hour, right? Yeah. The podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hour 10. And Cool. We're getting out of here anyway. Okay, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in to uh, 100 episodes. 100 episodes in. We appreciate everything. If you like our information or if you get any value out of this, please leave us a review uh, and share this with a friend. Otherwise, we will see you next week for 101. Peace. Deuces. See ya.